Are you ready to combine your passion for business and your love for God through simple, practical and profitable business practices? Do you want to have an eternal impact on the culture and community around you through your business? Now is the time to partner with God, profit with purpose and build a Kingdom Class company. Welcome to Christ in Business, where we'll explore the stories, strategies, successes and failures of those doing the ministry of Christ in Business. Here's your Kingdom Business Coach, David Robertson. Hey, hey, hey. How are you guys doing, my friends? I am glad to be back. This is episode 38 of Christ in Business. Um, I have a special treat for you. So there's a little bit of backstory. Um, You'll hear it again um, in the recording. But I was sitting in my chair last Thursday... And I just had the thought, you know what? This person and this person should really meet. So I sent out a text to um, Lawrence and Vikas, um, primarily Vikas, um, saying, hey, are you up for a meeting around 2.30? And I, at the same time, sent a message to Caleb Ingram, who runs a ministry called Declare um, out of Dayton, Ohio, and sent a message to him saying, hey, are you up for a meeting around 2.30? And um, Caleb got back. Lawrence didn't answer his text, but Caleb got back and said, hey, I'm with Lawrence now. We just finished up a meeting and have some time. And Vika said, you know what? 2.30 won't work because I'm putting my kids to bed um, at that time because he's in South Africa and is seven hours difference between where I am and where he is. And he said, but I have some time now. And I said, well, it sounds like God's and the Holy Spirit's planning um, and his timing is better than mine. So I jumped on, we jumped on a Zoom call and we had a conversation. It was a such a beautiful conversation. In fact, about, I'd probably say 15, 20 minutes into it, I realized this is something that needs to be shared. There were just so many good nuggets, good testimonies. And so what you're about ready to hear is a conversation between four guys just out here working to bring God's kingdom and working to give him glory in areas of life, in areas of the culture around us outside of the church walls, outside of congregational entities. What happens when we worship God and when we bring God glory outside of the church and just declare a business as God's business, or declare a community as God's community, or declare a city as God's city. What happens when we do that? And that's what we're going to be talking. You're just to hit, talking with what what I believe are four um, world leaders around what um, what it means to expand the kingdom of God in their areas of influence and in their in the areas of assignment and authority that God has given them. So um, literally this conversation we thought about, um, I asked if I could publish this on the podcast and they all said, yes. Um, I'm also have a video that I'll, that I'll um, edit and put it, make available as well. Um, I thought about editing it out and the more and more I thought about it, I said, well, I could edit this part out. No, I, I could start here or I could, where is a good place? And it, it I couldn't figure out a place that needed to be edited. Um, There's places that I would have liked to edit, but if I had edited it, it would have been choppy. And so you guys are going to get to listen to a raw, uncut, 
unintentionally recorded um, conversation between the four of us, between Caleb Ingram of Declare Dayton and Lawrence Long of LV Long and Associates and Vika Snell um, in Port Elizabeth, South Africa, and with with what he does called um, business or Kingdom Business Rescues, and then of course myself with the Christ in Business podcast and everything that I'm doing there. So um, you're going to listen to this raw, uncut, unedited conversation. So initially, you're going to hear me laugh and um, Lawrence laugh and um, what's going on there. I wanted to give a little bit of behind the scenes of what's going on is we start the Zoom call and I'm I'm just being goofy. I'm just being silly, dancing in front of the camera. And Lawrence busts out laughing, and that, that's what I laugh. So that that is where the conversation begins. The conversation begins with me dancing on the Zoom camera on a video conference. And from there, we go and um, we go into the conversation. And uh, a little bit later on, a little a few minutes into it, Vikas will join us in, um, join in the conversation, and you'll see where it goes from there. Guys, there are so many gold nuggets in this app episode in this conversation um it it really could be several episodes if i curated it and outlined it and and decided to do intentional episodes we could we could probably have three or four different episodes in this so this is an hour-long conversation and it is a, a a treasure trove of spiritual gold of wisdom um kingdom wisdom not necessarily the world's wisdom and we talk about it all. We talk about what it means to worship God, what it means to give our business over to God, what it means to give God permission to act inside of our business and to give him back the authority that he gave us. And what what happens when we do that? We talk about discipleship. We talk about heart change and transformation. We talk about all of this stuff. And um, it, it's, a, it's a doozy of a conversation, and I am absolutely thrilled to share it with you guys. So without further ado, here's a conversation between Caleb Ingram, Lawrence Long, Vika Snell, and myself. (laughs) How are you guys? Good. Looking good with your microphone and everything. Dude, I have not like talked to you says God has moved you. So yes, yeah, I, I, I can't believe I haven't, we haven't connected. God's been doing some crazy stuff with the, yeah. with the podcast, and not big numbers, but big impact. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yesterday's was just wow, mind blowing. I was telling Caleb, I said it's bewildering, but it shouldn't be. It's not, but it is. Yeah. It's like wow. Yeah. Yep. I like your fancy shirt, Lawrence. Oh, you know, the favor of the Lord is manifesting in other tangible ways now. Okay. (laughs) I found a good sale. I think this was 50% off. Okay. I may have paid $20 for this shirt. My shirt's normally between $70 and $100. Oh, wow. Yep. It's called the big man tax. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Is is Vikas uh, jo- jumping on? Uh, he was the one that suggested now, so he's. So what's, what's the background? Uh, so, 
South African who organizes business worship events in Port Elizabeth. Okay. Yep. Yep. He, um, let's see. Yeah, he goes in, he, he started, there was an episode, uh, episode 27 was his first experience with what, what he's now doing. He went into a company that was closing that was basically needed to go out of business. And he said, well, God wants you to give it to him. And they decided that that meant that they were going to have a worship ceremony at, at their place of business and invite all their staff and as an optional event. So they had that, they, um, the owner prayed and declared that the, that he was giving the business to God and he shared, and then Vika stepped up and shared the gospel to all the staff. Um, what happened after that was in the next 30 days, they, they went, they had a, a break even they they broke even instead of losing money and they had their best month in sales in an eight, 18 year history um with with the company god also gave them an innovative idea in um through a series of circumstances and a dream um for a new product that they re- they they put together released and sold which saved the company in that first 30 days so um he said this is cool. I wonder, wonder if it'll happen again. So he found another company that was going out of business and he went to him and said, you give the company to God, we'll have a worship service. And so he's been doing that. He's just been going around um, to, he, he calls it kingdom, kingdom business rescues. <laughs> and literally. so literally he goes in, he meets with the owners and said, God wants you to give the company to him. And whether they're like even a believer or not, they'll just regardless. go in and regardless. yeah, regardless. So he, um, and so he says to to do that, we're going to have a worship ceremony and we're going to invite all your staff. I'm going to share the gospel, and you're going to pray and give the company to God. And uh, m- more often than not, within 24 hours, they see miracle turnarounds. Um, sometimes within within a week, um, it's give them a high level of the transportation. Uh, I'm going to let Vika share that one. <laughs> because that that one that one just has to come from that i I will steal all his thunder if hey hey record this Uh, no okay you already yes okay so isn't that interesting i was just talking with so we just finished the meeting connecting some of the prayer warriors okay like prayer leaders i should say Mm -hmm. here and one of the themes that came up in like a side conversation afterwards was we usually aren't willing to consider what God is really asking us to do first until we realize we're about to fall apart. Yep. And so like that same kind of thing, like it's then that the business is literally falling apart. Hey, how's it going? Hi, hi. Hi guys. Hey. Hey, Lucas, I want you to meet. Hey, how are you guys doing? I am, I'm doing great. So I was, I was sitting in my, my comfy chair back there doing some praying and um, God said, why don't you introduce Vikas to Caleb and Caleb to Vikas. And so I sent out a message to the two of you on WhatsApp. And then I sent a message to Caleb and it turns out that Lawrence was with Caleb at the time. So when you said you can meet um, for 30 minutes, I figured, all right, Holy Spirit's timing is better than mine. So um, so that's Hi, Caleb. Good to meet you. Hey, good to meet you, Vegas. So, Caleb, why don't you give Vikas a, a, a quick rundown of what Declare Dayton is and what you do? 
Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. So it's been a journey to what Declare is now, but um, let's just say five years ago, a few churches, I was a worship pastor at a church. Um, so we partnered up with a few other churches just in our town to have a public worship gathering in our in our community. So like we set up outside, we brought our sound system out. It was not a huge event. Like, I mean, the whole budget was like a few hundred bucks and we brought a few hundred people from our churches combined out to just worship the Lord, declaring his glory and believing that that would have a transformational impact on the community. Even though like our brains didn't totally understand it. Cause we're like, okay, how is us singing and declaring Jesus's name for one night in a park outside going to change the trajectory of like a region? We couldn't logically see how it all worked. We just said, okay, we're going to believe that that's how God works. And when we honor him, we worship him in unity. Um, so journey from then till now is just God's faithfulness on God's faithfulness. And there's been I mean, crazy tough times I wanted to quit too, for sure. Um, but as of this summer, so between 2014 now, God's built relationships between pastors, churches, pastors and community leaders, city government, et cetera. There's been relationships way before Declare existed. So it's not all just Declare. God's been doing stuff and now he's using Declare to help connect and, and go on the shoulders of that. But now this summer when in Dayton, uh, Ohio, there's been, so there's a KKK rally that came through. There was tornadoes that came through our region. There's a mass shooting that recently hit our region. That I, can't, I can hardly tell you the number of times that our local news media, like the Dayton City news media, has highlighted the work of the churches. Like, wow, the church is responding to this. The church is doing this. The church is doing that. And so we still gather and unite the churches in unified worship because we leave that. We'll not have the rest either. But God has honored that unified worship and prayer of his people to where even though there's still plenty of brokenness in Dayton, I'd say the church is seen as a viable solution to the ills of our society. And the impact in the service of the church is really undeniable to now where people are open to other questions as well. So anyways, that's kind of, that's kind of encapsulated. That would be it. Lawrence, is that, does that work? It's, it's that because what, what the context is that the church in Dayton has been so siloed that you could have literally 50 or more ministries all with the same mission and purpose. Not, not that, some, many of them not even knowing who one another is, let alone cooperating and functioning yeah. as a body. And there's been movements trying to galvanize and bring people together. And there's been prayer and all these different things happening, uh, but no one has been able to really get these 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 um, components that have almost opposed each other at different times to come together. And there's a, a Nehemiah-like grace on Caleb where People are talking, and not only talking, giving this yes, like whatever it is, we just say yes, because cool. a bunch of leadership. And I've watched it from a meeting with the governor and the mayor last week, all the way to a meeting today with prayer leaders. And it's, it's a bizarre, amazing kingdom of God thing that is making all this happen. Wow. Yeah. So, stop. so my thought was um, to let you, because to let you hear what Caleb's doing, but also to let Caleb hear what you're doing and some of the work that some of the results that have come out, some of the, um, the, the tangible transformations that have come 
come through just just showing up and worshiping and declaring declaring an area or declaring a business or organization as as God's and for you to share that as well. Yeah. Um, so do you want me to share one of the recent stories maybe just with him? Yeah, I shared I shared a real quick um, like a 30 second to a minute long version of the um, uh, pop and delicious story. Um, and okay. then we, I, I haven't, Lawrence said he wanted me to share the, um, the story about the transportation, the transportation story. And I said, no, I'm not going to take because it's thunder away on that one. Um, yeah. but anything from just share, share how that, how the journey started for you. And then also what the, what the, um, what you've learned and what you're witnessing happening and what you're learning uh, as along, along the way. Yeah. Um, so it's, um, okay, give me, can you give me two minutes quickly? Absolutely. 30 seconds. I'm going to sort something out of the kids here. Otherwise they're going to interrupt you. So That's, just give me two seconds. That's fine. I'll be here for now. It's, it's crazy. I will add mom here. <laughs> if you're more than two minutes and I'm going to be in my adventure suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Hey, hey I, I just got a call from AT&T that said they have high-speed internet for my, my building. Um, so now I have, I have, as of whenever I can get it installed, I'll have 100, 100 download and 200 upload speed. So. 200 upload speed? Not 220. But, I, but uh, I, could get one, I, could get, I could go for a gig both ways if I, if I wanted to pay for it. You guys have the truly fiber there, right? It, yeah, it would be. Yeah, it it's fiber. So, my so so the days the days of me looking like a cheap Chinese dubbed film will be will be over pretty soon. <laughs> now you're going to start doing vlogs instead of just yeah the podcast. Yeah, I'm going to have to do a, a live a, a weekly live show, the David Robertson show. Yes. <laughs> Because you just made it, because what you didn't hear me say is if you took more than 30 seconds, I was going to be in my Avenger suit. <laughs> we don't, you don't have any volume. We don't hear you. I said I would have loved that. Yes. <laughs> I, I've missed it. I've missed your Avenger suit. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so Caleb, I think that's awesome. And what you have been experiencing, I've been experiencing it in a similar um, environment, in a different environment, but similar result, um, basically. So it's something, I've, and I think it's similar to you in a sense that um, um, I didn't expect it to work. I don't know how it works. There's no books written on this. But um, what I'm doing is, is, is something like, we call it kingdom versus rescue, if, there's, if you can call it that. Um, but I've gone to, to business. So I'm an attorney for, um, that moved to the church and moved back to the corporate world. So that's a very short version of where, where yes. it is and why we're doing it. You said and you're I, an attorney? Is that what you said? Yes. Okay. And a, a, yeah, attorney. Um, yeah. But I'll, I'll tell, share that story one day. Um, so what happened is um, one testimony. Um, but that's, that one doesn't have a worship in it. That, David, the one of the trucks. So let me show you the latest one. Did you listen to my voice note, David, with the pie shop in a, that I sent half an hour ago? Yes, I heard that. 
Did you put it on the WhatsApp or you just sent it to David? Uh, it's on the group. Yeah, on the group. Yeah, it's a voice voicemail, but he's gonna say. Let me give you. A, give you. A, let's use that one. That's the freshest one. Um, so a guy. I heard about a guy with a pie shop in um in our town, and he. I heard that he's struggling. He's not making ends meet. It's really bad. Um, and so I heard about this. I made a meet. I made contact with this guy and met with him, and then um. I thought this guy's not really invested anymore. His mind is not in the business. So I'm, I'm not going to do much. So I basically, in my mind, I walked away and I said, okay, I'll pray for you. Good luck, buddy. Um, and then on Sunday, driving to church and I was praying. I said, listen, God, just show me the next company you want to to, to reveal your glory. And um, so I said, oh, what's next? Who's the next place? And then um, I walk into church and this guy sits in the church he doesn't go to our church our church is opposite of the opposite side of the town from where he goes our church is afrikaans he's english so it doesn't make sense but he sits in the church i connect with him and i immediately knew this god wants me to connect with this guy so i said okay i'll organize the worship event in your pie shop for this wednesday it was yesterday um, and i'll see what i can do so i arranged a few guys to come um, on short notice and then we Got a worshiper. I got a a worshiper that's so anointed. It's incredible. So um, we went there last night and we just started worshiping and we just declared that we don't accept what's happening there. Um, it's a few things that wasn't going going right, and we just declared God's glory and we said we will not accept what's happening and this is how we will fight our battles and we said that um, um. We will fight it on, on God's terms. And we basically base, I base these things on the story of Jehoshaphat. And you're all familiar with that story where he was outnumbered. And then um, God said, you need to worship and remind God of God's goodness and his mercies and his promises. And how he sent his band in front of the warfare and he didn't have to fight. So I started again, this, like always with that, that scripture. Uh, and then we worshiped and then I challenged this guy to say, but um, where are you in, in this journey? And he just complained and complained. He said, it's terrible. That's not what it's going to do. And I said, well, you can't fix it. You need to give it to God. Um, and he said, but how do you do that? I said, well, it's like similar, like giving your life to Jesus. You just give, um, you just give your company to God. And because we hold on to our companies but, and we give mm. our lives to God. We don't give our companies to God. Wow. Um, wow. And the difference comes in where, our lives transform, but we don't see transformation in the areas we want transformation because we are holding on to these areas too much. Um, wow. God, and you God can't get legal access to those areas because you haven't given him permission to get into those areas. Yeah, yeah that's big Joe's. So um, what we did then was um, he said, okay, fine, let's do it. And he, he, just, he literally stood there and he started praying. Um, and he said, I, I give my company to you now, God. We trusted, uh, and we trust you. And we prayed together. Um, he phones me an hour ago, probably almost two hours ago now. He phoned me, it was less than 24 hours, and he said, because you won't believe this. Um, he had um, yeah, appointed a driver, um, it's a Christian driver. This guy would, would bring a lot of relief to him. He was struggling, and then all of a sudden, this guy, um, he's, he lost his car for some, I think it was an accident or stolen or whatever, but he couldn't come anymore. He lost his car. And this guy was this guy is devastated. He said, "Well, what now? I can't. Um, I don't have a driver now. I need to go out of the business and go and drive and do all the work." Um, and then um, he, he got a phone call this morning, 
and someone just sponsored the, a new car for this driver. Out of the blue, he said, I'm buying this guy a car. Let him come and drive for you. Random guy that, that just did that. And then um, um, that's the one thing. And the other thing, he had a, a lady that worked for him. And he, she, was, she was terrible. He, he says she had a Jezebel spirit in her. I don't know. But anyway, she, she was terrible. And um, he had to get rid of her. He, he dismissed her. But she took him to the CCMA. Now, the CCMA, I don't know if you guys have the CCMA, but it's a tribunal where you get taken almost like a court of law. Our employees are in, in extremely protected um, okay. in South Africa. So she was taken to, she took him to the CCMA. And normally they, um, they win most of the cases there because the, the, the commissioners that listen to the cases are also very biased. So she took him there and he was stressed up. And last night he said, this, I'm so stressed up. I don't know what I'm going to do. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, what if I lose this case and she gets reemployed and she comes back to my workplace and um, what do you do with the people in the place? He was totally stressed out. And that's in two weeks' time. And to go through that season, my case, without experience, it's, you're not allowed to have attorneys in those in the rooms. You go there alone. It's quite stressful for guys who doesn't know the law. So he was freaked out last night about that. And he said, you won't believe this. My partner sitting in Johannesburg He's a silent partner. He received a message from the CSMA or someone saying, this girl just withdrew a case from the CSMA. She's not proceeding with this case. So God just took the case and just uh, solved, solved the case out of nowhere. They don't withdraw cases. So they, uh, it's, they proceed because somewhere along the line you settle, you always get something out. So for an employee just to walk away, that doesn't, that doesn't normally happen. It happens, but not often. Um, so God just took it out and, the, and the, my favorite testimony for the day is um, when he told his staff last night that look there's a, a couple of guys that come, come and worship and I think he said they've come from the church to meet him in the church the one girl flipped out and she said well F the church and she just walked out um, this morning he came in and she had this bad attitude she didn't want to do pies and was complaining about stuff and just unnecessary stuff that she's complaining about and then out of the blue she walks to him and she says, you know what? I don't think I fit into this company anymore. I'm going to resign and leave with immediate effect. And she signs a letter and says, I'm going. And she writes there, nobody forces me. I'm leaving on my own terms. In, in out South African terms means there's no comeback. She doesn't go to the CSMA because sometimes if you resign, you can still take people to the CSMA for constructive dismissal. Uh, and she just, she just left. And that doesn't happen also because you can't claim UIF and all those things in South African law. So that doesn't happen. And so God just removed these people immediately out of his life. That's 24 hours of worship. And that happened. <laughs> That's incredible. What's happening. Um, yeah. I don't know if you want me to share the, the truck story, David, um, or is one story enough. I'm curious to hear it. The time here. Yeah, um, okay, yeah, so the truck story is a, a guy's name popped up in my mind, and I, I thought God probably wants me to meet him, so I did visit with him like nine years ago, uh, but I don't really know him, so I went, I went there and knocked on his door, he's in, um, he transports, why do you have to transport, he, he's a distributor of certain building material, so he's got agencies working, that he works for, and he then distributes it to the warehouses in, in Port Elizabeth. Um, in different cities. So, um, um, so I went there and I asked him how she was doing. I, I had no clue how he was doing. I just know he was operating for, 
I think 20 years now or 15 or 20 years so he's been in the industry for quite long so I expected he was quite doing good and maybe God wanted me to get some work from him so I spent time with him and he, in the first meeting he told me I've got no money for you I can't I'm my company is going down um I, I'm nowhere he, he was he's 63 years old he's lost his his identity his self-confidence he just he's no way and he lost his interest to build the company and he felt like a failure he said I am a failure I actually my purpose in life is to to mentor people but i can't do that because i'm a failure so he's just nowhere and his company getting to the break even point anymore and he just let, let it go so i started the journey of this guy um about partnering with god and how how to give over your company to god and to um um and started journeying on, on identity and purpose. And I tried to restore this guy's identity in Christ again and what God is saying about his life. And just to rediscover your identity in Christ and stop listening to the other voices. So we went through this um, an hour a week. Um, I said, I'll do this for free. God can do the rest. And um, they said, it's fine, it's a deal. So we, we went through this. Um, the third week, he invited me to his... Um, his staff meeting on a Friday morning and in that meeting he stood up and he said to the guys listen I'm giving this company over to God I can't do this anymore so full of record it's not my company anymore it's God's company and he walked out and I didn't expect that I said wow okay that's cool that was quick and um, within 15 days I think it's about 15 days let's make it a month he, he gets phone calls from his main agency the one that's ripping off he gets a phone call. This guy comes down, meets with him. Amazing meeting with work related. Um, and then he also, um, the, the nice story is that he, he, he moves, he, he goes down to Cape Town um, to meet with the, the branch manager of the MSC group. I don't know if you know the MSC group uh, on the shipping companies. But so he goes and meets this guy. It's quite a big company. One of the biggest companies um, you deal with. Um, and then um, he, so he goes there um, and he's supposed to meet the regional manager and to try and explore ways of maybe just branching his company out and doing more um, trucking and logistical moving of trucks. He's got two trucks he can use for that. Um, and while he sits with this guy, um, a guy walks in and it turns out that the guy that walked in is the national leader of the MSC group. And he goes, sits in this meeting randomly and starts listening to this guy. And this guy, because he's now, he's gone through these sessions of identity and he's, he's so restored in his identity that he conducts himself so well in that meeting that this guy, this national leader doesn't know him at all. He doesn't even, he hasn't seen his business. He doesn't know what he, what he, what he do, nothing. And he says, I want to give you this contract of 500 um, uh, shipments of crates that you need to transport into South Africa for me. It's a massive, massive, massive um, job. Um, so overnight, he gets this, this massive contract. He's not even in the trucking business. The regional manager sitting there with a the branch manager, he starts laughing when this guy walks out. He said, you know what just happened here? He said, this doesn't happen. It's impossible. This guy doesn't even know you are. We don't give contracts away. And... Um, so he just gets this massive deal. He phones me and says, I'm in big crap. He said, I don't know. I've just walked into this massive deal. I can't do I, I don't have the trucks for it. I just said, yes. So he said, well, that must be God. So we say yes, and we pray, and we trust God. If he, he brings a contract, he's going to bring the rest. But he needs $10 million or he needs six more trucks to make it happen. And um, so we trust. And, and remember, this is a guy that now literally doesn't have money to break even, even now he needs to buy 
six more trucks to get a right. big contract. So a week later, uh, a random guy on a first day morning knocks on his door and he opens at his company and this guy walks in and this gentleman says, um, I think he said his, his company's been 80 years in this field. I not, can't remember correctly, but it comes down. This guy is one massive truck company in Johannesburg, all the other, other way of um, um, north to South Africa. Massive fleet of trucks. He just landed the massive deal in the, in the Cape Town area, uh, and he needs a branch in Port Elizabeth, um, and he needs someone to partner with. And he said, can I... Can I just bring my trucks to your business and partner with you and plant a trucking company in your city? And I want to partner with you randomly. He doesn't even know this guy really. He've met before, but not on this terms. And he and he told me about this MSC thing that just happened. This guy said, "I'll I'll put brackets on my truck, and then you can use my trucks for your contract and for my contract deal that I've got." So overnight, this guy has got a bunch of trucks, a massive contract. And if he sent me a message last week, Thursday, he said, listen, because in a month's time, I've gone from having, I can't break even to I'm, I'm 100,000 in the positive. My turnover has moved up of 100,000 plus. Um, I'm month. paying back my bills. It's a month. <laughs> it's literally a month. And God just transformed all. And he's now thrown open his business to me and he said to his staff, you've got access to all my staff and you're the minister. He, he now calls me the the pastor of his, of his business. He's pastoring, he's pastoring staff. Because yeah, I can now sit with his staff. And I had the first meeting with a guy and this guy just opened up and I'm praying for this guy and his mom and his stuff he's struggling with and how to do stuff and how does increase his work. So now I'm using my labor skills as a labor lawyer combined with pastoring skills. I'm just helping and mentoring these guys through the season and that will just be Yes, incredible. I mean, it's like, God it's crazy because, I mean, me and David and Lawrence, when, when David was still here in Dayton, like Ohio, we were praying, like, we believe this should work. Like, we believe that if God is actually God and if we actually worship, like, that kind of principle, like, if we worship him out on the lawn here, we're believing this, the community is going to be changed. But, like, how? But we're just, we're just going to believe it works. Like, and it actually, like, it does. Like, it does. You, you oh, see another one. You must hear yeah. this story. I forgot about this one. This was a month ago. We went to a gym. So this is a, a gym in a warehouse, but it's a funky gym. But it just started, and this guy was a rugby player and he played all over the world. And then he came back and he used all his money to start his gym. Um, so he's got his gym, he and his wife, but it's not it's not breaking even, it's not growing as he explained it, planned it to grow. Um, he's going into his, his savings all the time and he's just He's just going down. He comes to me and says, I'm, I don't know what to do. I'm down and out. And I said, let's drop a word. I met him at a funeral. It's so funny, actually. I met him at the funeral. And while we're chowing the bread after the funeral, this guy just backs out and said, this, and we moved into a small room. He says, this is what's happening. That the, the, the tax people um, did him in. And he's just, he, needs, he needs a miracle within a week's time. And um, I walked to my buddy that's a worship leader. He was also leading the worship at the funeral. I said, listen, this guy needs something. Let's go drop a worship event in his gym. So literally in a few days' time, we have a worship event at like four days' time in, a, in his gym. Uh, he sits in a valley and we had massive speakers and we just the music just blew through the valley. It's like echoed through the, the valleys. It's amazing. It was at night. We invited a bunch of live groups. 
And um, we had a big board there and we started writing out words, uh, what God is saying. And that's incredible stuff. So we worshiped till late that night and, um, and stuff just happened. And then we just knew God's presence was there. A week later, he says, it's the first month since I've opened this gym that I've broken even and been able to pay all my bills and actually get a small salary for myself. And it's just growing. And it's like a bunch of people signing up in one week. He got the money he was trusting for. He could pay his bills. That was less than a week. That is <laughs> it's incredible. So worship, worship works. I don't know how. My, my theory is that when you worship, you're unlocking, you're almost like the, um, causing a channel for, for the kingdom of heaven to be manifested on the yeah. kingdom of earth. It's almost like you're unlocking the presence of God for whatever yeah. the situation is. And you bring, you're ushering in, ushering in the kingdom of God yeah. into, a, into an environment. And I think that's, I think that's what's wow. happening. But, I can't explain it, but God is just, he's incredible. Wow. Make sure they do the one little screen. Yeah. Ooh. That's so good. So even if, even if the only purpose was to sit here and just be, um, be celebrate Jesus, just be amazed at, amazed at the glory of God and just be amazed at the, that his, his wisdom, his wisdom is, um, confounds, confounds the world's wisdom. Like there is no reason why yeah. having a musical worship service in a, in a, company and having someone say i give this company to god should take someone from um in the negative to a hundred thousand dollars profit every month there's there's just <laughs> no reason um every one of those stories is absurd from a logical standpoint yeah, yeah. there's mm. no like this plus this we can't make the math that up to like mean this is the response so it's just something that god is honoring like this, this spiritual, this worship crying out to him. And it's like, okay, I mean, I, I can do this easily, but I think I needed like maybe part of it. One thing that God's blessed me with this, so to share this is, so Declare started really without even thinking much about the business community or even about like community governments being changed. It started basically like we can, we need to come together and worship together. And like, we don't even, we couldn't even comprehend what God might do, but just like we, this worship, we believe it's important. Well, now that God started to do those things and that like, communities are being transformed and that like, government leaders are seeing who Jesus is and like the church is actually like leading the tornado relief efforts and stuff like that. Yeah. I've had some people, even like within our board, um, mention basically like, wow, okay, now like what a great stepping stone that was. Like now we're really changing the community. Like now we're really, so kind of like, that was, that was cute. Like a bunch of people singing and saying, I mean, people have actually said this, like, yeah, we got together. We sang and saying Kumbaya. But like now we're actually changing the city. We're actually changing the community. Mm-hmm. And so like, I've God's already been kind of working on me on this. Like, no, I need to make sure I communicate. Like when we we're calling the city back together at the end of September to sing and worship again in our city, that this isn't just some cute gathering of like, Oh great. Let's like, no, this is serious battle that is laying the groundwork yeah, that is carving out the channels for what yeah. God wants to do in our region. Yeah. 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 Mm. It's like David's wow. praise dancing mm. out of his garments. It's that yeah. wreck, unashamed, unabashed worship yeah. that, that, that brings the favor of God on the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And when, when we realize, uh, when we start to realize that our work, our work is not, 
to change the community. That's God's work. Our work is to worship and, and reflect the Father. And the we best way to do that them. is to 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 um, visually, to musically, to whatever whatever way to declare that this this is God's work. This is God's work, and yeah. all we're doing is pointing pointing to God and not even relying on human wisdom, not even relying on us at all, other than to say, God, it's yours. And what God does with that is he he gets to show off in front of a crowd of people. He gets to show off in in front of in front of entire cities and entire businesses and employees and, and, and demonstrate that he is good. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's taking and it, what I love about, because you've been such a big encouragement and want just watching what God is, God is unearthing um, through you. It, it has been a huge encouragement and it's challenged me to even step it up and, and to, to take a, a, a net, another step as far as what it, not just a podcast, but what does it look like to, to actually, to, to go do the same thing here in, here in Texas, or what does it look like to do it in Dayton or what does it look like to do it wherever I, wherever I can go, even to the point where I've considered, what does it look like for me to write letters to all the fortune 500 chairmen's of the board in the United States and share some of the stories and say, we challenge you to, go, to to do this. We challenge you to listen to the Christians that sit on your board. We challenge you to to pay attention to the voice of God and to to worship as as a board. Um, and so, but it 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 is anyway. It, it's it's I appreciate what what you're doing, Vikas, and I think um, I think there's a, a lot that I know. There's a lot that I've learned learn through just watching it and just seeing what it means to to not rely on our own wisdom and not to rely on on um on the systems and the 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 tools and everything that we've created but just to rely on god and let god show off and let god god do his work in front of in front of people and to demonstrate and to break down this idea that god's angry and god doesn't want to bless and god's judging and um god's uh the big man upstairs that that is is waiting waiting to hit you with lightning the moment you the moment you sin, and taking him and say no he's actually just someone he he's a, a father who loves to be praised and he loves he's a jealous God and he wants to bless his kids, and it take taking that and not only do that but he he um, you can we can very scripturally say look at look at our good works look at our worship and and glorify god and look at the results and and the the only thing we're doing is saying that we're gods that's it it's it, that's that's all we're saying is d- publicly declaring this is gods this is gods so that p- the world can look at the world can look just like at what god promised abraham the world can look at look at Abraham and see, see the blessing on Abraham's life and the blessing on his descendants and know, um, know and glorify God or Matthew, whatever, five chapter five, I think it is where he says, um, we're a, a, a city on a hill and we shine and we do our good works and the world sees our good works and glorifies the father in heaven. So anyway, I, I wanted to introduce you guys, you guys, um, cool. I'm going to share the contact information um, and with the two of you so you guys can connect further. Um, I may even, with permission, I may even just cut and edit a little bit and use this as a podcast episode, just as a, as a way to, as a way to get more, more of the story about what God's doing out there.
which is why I was asking if you if you had your recorder on. But Vikas, I want to tell you the thing that I see in you, Tommy Duchelle and Caleb, and we've talked to Caleb about Tommy, and we talked to you about Tommy, and Tommy knows you. Tommy hasn't met Caleb yet. Is that you all? If I was if I were to tell somebody what I thought the secret sauce to the fruit is, it's the leadership of Jesus. It's His Lordship. And whenever we can, we Tommy, Tommy's whole thing is we're not going to come together around logos. We're going to come together as a body. What 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 Caleb has done and what he's doing here is you hardly hear about Declare. He's not promoting his ministry. He's promoting the leadership of Jesus, bringing his body into unity. And you're going into businesses unashamedly saying. You need to give your company to God, meaning he needs to be the chairman, the leader of your company. You need to give your, yourself and this company to God. And that is open doors for you to pastor staff because it's undeniable. It's the lordship of Jesus. It's recognizing that he's the head of his body and he's smart enough to do it. And we just need to yield, submit to it. So I, I don't know why that's important, but, but um, uh, seeing that, that common thread, between you guys, there's something that God is doing, and when, I don't know if you remember when David and I first told you about Tommy Duchelle. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. I mean, there's there's something. So Tommy's out of Zimbabwe. Yeah. He's in South Africa. I don't know where all this is going, but I just I just want to acknowledge that that is the common thread through it all. Sure. Um, yeah, I, I want to challenge you, Caleb. To um, if, imagine you approach the governor, and you say, "Can you, do you?" Do you dare to give this company, this country, to to God? See what happens. So, um, if we start approaching the main guys, um, I'm I'm toying around with the idea of um, I'm not sure where we'll go to, but to have an impact in Russia. Imagine we go to Russia. I've spoken to a guy, and he says that any business leader that that becomes any um successful at any stage or just looks like he's successful. Um, is shot down because people say you must be corrupt or you're part of the mafia. It can't be, you can't be successful. Um, and that's what I understand that from this, this gentleman that shared it with me. And um, I thought, well, that sounds like a perfect condition to plant kingdom class businesses. Imagine you have a, a company that starts doing business God's way. God starts turning over this business financially. And people say, but it can't be. And you say, yeah, you've got the mafia, we've got God. Let's take the mafia on. And let's say you start converting mafias in Russia. And Russia becomes the next kingdom um, country where businesses start popping up all over the place as kingdom class businesses. And they start doing business God's way instead of mafia way. And the people driving the Porsches is not the mafia, but it's actually people that start, start turning over businesses. And they are uplifting the poor. And it's imagine that. Because Russia is, is at this stage, it's, I think it's a, it's a, it's a man. You've got people that's really struggling. Um, and when they make a success, it's, nobody will believe it. Um, so, I, yeah, what, yeah, so I'm just praying with that. What, um, something you said, Vikas, um, just made me think, what if, what if discipling nations and discipling cities and discipling states, and what if it's just as simple as saying, declare it? Just declare it. Mm. Declare that the city is God's, and let yeah. God let God do the work. Like, what if it's what if mm. there is no um, Romans road that you have to walk through for every member in 
obviously they're going to come to an understanding of who God is. I mean, I'm not, not trying to get rid of the gospel. Um, but what, but what if it's just as simple as living a life of worship publicly and letting God do the witnessing? I mean, when you look at yeah. the stories when 3,000 people came to know in um, joined the church in Acts, obviously there wasn't a massive, there wasn't 3,000 people helping them recite a prayer and lead them to personal salvation. It was, it was a decision to believe and join the church. And it was a, just a public declaration. Yes, I'm with the church. That's, I mean, it, when the numbers were added to their, added to the, to them daily, it wasn't, it never outlined a process other than believe, be baptized and, and join the church. And it's, I think we've tried to program it and systematize it and, and um, make make it a lot more about religious duty and religious action than it is we're simply saying God has set us free to worship him and to live a life publicly declaring that he is God over our life over every area of our life not just our Sundays not just our our time in a in a, a congregational meeting but God is Lord of our life everywhere in business and it's not like you said because it's not um, God take my life. It's God take my business. God take everything. I give everything to you and I publicly declare it so. And that's where the Holy Spirit has room to show off. That's where the Holy Spirit can step in and say, all right, now that I have, now that I have it, and now you may not even understand what's going on. You may not even really know what it means to say, God, I give this business to you. Other than the fact that you said it and you've given me permission and it was a heart, it was a heart decision and now i can now i can show off my goodness to you as a as a tool to witness to the rest of the rest of the world around you and if if we if we just took that approach to to all the areas of business to the to education system to the to the schools to the cities to the city hall and we just declared and we took started collecting stories and just up level each every time we do it is up level all right so we we've done a bunch of businesses now so what is what's the next step let's let's try a school let's let's try let's try a little town in the middle of nowhere let's try a big city let's try the state let's try and just as an experiment let's just see what see what god does and from i well, you, you can't predict, you can't go in and say, I want you to worry with God and then say within 30 days, you go from negative to $100,000 $100, in profit. And and um, there is no, you couldn't have predicted that in the, in, um, with, with all your wisdom and everything that you, you could have business analysts trying to do that. You can't predict that. So what, what happens when you do it with a city? Who knows? Like, Well, as soon as you mentioned that, one thing that has come to mind is, I think there's significance of the individual declaring the lordship of Jesus over that which God has stewarded unto them. Mm-hmm. And that because I'm like, huh, well, people have been declaring the lordship of Jesus. Like we've been walking around, like we've been praying, declaring the lordship of Jesus over the city. I think there's a place for God's people to do that regardless. But I think there's a unique opportunity. So Vikas, in your instances, where that business owner who God had specifically stewarded that business for them to come to that place. And even God used you in that process, but their heart was also saying, okay, I'm with you going to declare the Lordship of Jesus 
they, okay, God, they acknowledged God is in control of this company. And he chose to use that as a part before kind of the kingdom was unleashed on it. And so I'm thinking like, what, like, let's keep doing it regardless, but let's pray that the mayor of Dayton would make that declaration for herself. Let's pray that Governor DeWine would make that declaration. And, And so interestingly, as we're coming up to this event. And so one thing I'll ask is last year, we did ask the mayor of Dayton to make a proclamation, at least here in the States, local governments to make a proclamation. I'm guessing that's kind of worldwide, but at least here. Um, and so they'll say, we hereby proclaim this, declare Dayton Day, whereas blah, blah, and they do their jargon. Uh, so last year, the city of Dayton didn't participate, but city of Trotwood actually did. But we're planning again, I'm gonna email the mayor of Dayton either today or tomorrow maybe, asking if they would like to participate and make a proclamation and interestingly, what they ask you to do is they say, why don't you send us over some verbiage and we'll basically approve it. But if they, if they approve it, they say, yes, that's what the mayor of Dayton will get up at this event and say. And so essentially we have the opportunity to draft something declaring uh, the Lordship of Jesus and give them an opportunity to say it. They could decline the opportunity, but all we, I mean, that's not, if we can at least present the opportunity to say, we're inviting you to this citywide gathering on September 29th. And would you be willing to make this proclamation? Yeah. Mm. What, 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 what if you went to the owner of a building that you know that the, God wants that tower to be declared as their tower and, and, and just said, I want, you to, I want you to test something with you. God wants to bless this tower. God wants to bless this, this building. As, as a sign of doing that, why don't we declare that this tower is a kingdom tower and we hold a worship service and, and we, do it, we can do it after hours. It doesn't have to be public, but let's, let's just do it and see what God does. Yeah. Why not? So, but uh, we, there's we a, already, because, um, there, so because there's a back, back story on that one, but we can, we can share that a little bit later. But the... I think we actually told them. Okay. Members, but I think we did tell okay them. but the the no and I I think right now um, not to not to I don't want to speak anything presumptuous but I think with with everything that has happened in the in the city of Dayton this past year I think it, it the the area is ripe to declare a city God's city to protect That's God's true. city yeah. to to bless and God's city I think I think there's ripe there's a, a, a ripe um, atmosphere or a ripe area, area that may turn, may turn the leaders of a city to, um, to God's heart. And, and anyway, I think, I think um, what between Caleb, what you're doing and Vikas, what you're, you're doing and, and what I'm doing and what Lawrence is doing, I think there's, there's huge, um, huge breakthroughs that are, that we're uncovering and we may not even know, know what, what it is and how it works yet. Um, other than the fact that, that we're leading, being led by Christ. And ultimately that's what it comes yeah, down to. A quick parting word there. I, I, I sent to the group a link to a podcast that Patrice Sage did with a Ukrainian um, who dealt with those very issues that you just described, Vikas. And okay. that, planted that heart for kingdom businesses to thrive in the Ukraine. Now, you know, it's hard to talk about the Ukraine and not Russia and vice versa. Um, and uh, so 
I, I thought it might be helpful and encouraging for you to hear that and see what God is already doing, because I think that's more than just a good thought. I think it's an inspired thought. Cool. Thanks a lot. Sure, yeah, and just to get the record straight, um, David, uh, it's not north to 100,000 profit, it's 100,000 on the bottom line. So it's breaking through the, turn, the break even point and making profits. So I'm not sure exactly what the figures are there, but I know it's 100 plus on his bottom line extra. But um, Caleb, we will definitely, I, I want to connect with you and journey with you, and just you need to keep me posted of what's happening in that city. I'm going to pray from this side as well. And um, I've got this worship buddy of mine. What we've done is I want to challenge you as well. We have we've said we want to go to all eight mountains um, and go amount, uh, go and um, worship all those eight mountains of society. And we're gonna we've, we've used a sport now in the gym environment. We've used visitors and we've gotten to students on the campus before. So we are targeting those areas and we're asking God to give us give us places and random areas where we can just go glorify your name and trust for miracles to happen so we can get these testimonies if it works in a business environment it will definitely work in all the environments right. um, so we are the place where we're going to try and document what's happening and just worship at random places yeah. and not just in the church let's let the worship just break out um, right. and see what happens so I challenge you to do the same go find yeah. random places we're going to go to the hospital next and see how many people we can can heal oh. You you may end up so emptying out the hospital. Come on, man! Every, everybody yeah. in the so hospital is healed that the, next day, and the hospital turns yeah. into a community center. Yeah, <laughs> and then we also want to go to um to the our government and say, can we come and worship in your in your um in your boardroom with your with the leaders of the city? So we're trusting also for open door day. We might have found one, um, but yeah, so we're gonna keep on worshiping and see what happens. Wow. What, uh, Lawrence, what if Avada project is not what we thought it was? I don't think it is. I think, <laughs> I think several things that, that we've been talking about that the Lord was just making us aware of what was on his heart. Yes. And he, he's we're almost there. <laughs> well, one question that maybe we need to keep praying into this um, that is bouncing around my mind is so the theme of each of these businesses that has said yes is they realized they were at a place of desperation. The theme right now in the city of Dayton is that we realize we're in a place of desperation. And I mean, that's a theme we see throughout the Old Testament. It's, it's it, honestly like when I read the Old Testament, I get so discouraged because it's like every single time God saves them and blesses them, then the next person becomes king. And I mean, it's just so redundant. And they, again, they didn't follow the Lord and they worshiped other gods. Like, And so you just see this. And so I'm like, God, how... How can we learn from that? Like we've already seen that example throughout the entirety of the New Old Testament. How can we learn from that? And how do these business owners stay just as rooted in the kingship and lordship of Jesus when their business is exploding for the next six months? How, right? How do we handle that blessing and continue to make time to say, we had time then to come out and call upon Jesus because we're on the verge of shutting a business down. How do we make time now when we're being blessed like up to our eyeballs and how do we continue? So either how does a business or a government that is being blessed have the openness to do that or the business that was struggling and now is being blessed? How do we, how do we stay there? How do they stay there? How do we encourage them? Yeah. yeah. And have you seen some of that yet? Yeah. Uh, how? Yeah. Caleb, 
yeah, what it's about, how I figured it out is that it's, it's all about legal right, giving God legal right. So a business desperate is normally easily to convince because they, they will do anything to make, to make money. That's all. It's, um, any business owner will do anything to make profits. They even do illegal things to do to make profit. What happens here is if they spread enough, it's easy enough to give your business over and say, okay, wherever this guy is, the popping delicious story, um, you can listen to that podcast. But in a pure desperation, you give over and say, God, okay, I'll, I'll trust you. you. See what you can do. But what happens there, it's a, it's a legal transaction that takes place where we say, I'm giving you the legal right to God now to come and, and influence my environment. And when it starts getting better, these people, they, they start disengaging again and saying, I don't need to God. They stop seeking God first. They start seeking their own motives and their own heart and own desires. And they stop seeking God first. And they st- take away the legal right that God has, the legal say in your business. And that's when it all falls black again. And that's what you see in the whole Bible in the Old Testament. It's all about giving God access to, to transform because he's given us the earth to have to have dominion and subdue it's given us that legal right um, and he said the earth is ours to rule so the only way that he can interfere is when we give him the legal right to interfere um, and start making a change and i think that's what that's my opinion of what's happening in his businesses we are giving him a legal right to start uh, um bringing down his kingdom as in heaven so on earth but uh, but it's and that's why it must come from the person that's in control and that's why it's so vital that you start journeying with leaders in an in a environment, in a, in a country, in a city, and start convincing them that they need to give control over. And that's so difficult, especially us men. We don't want to give control over. We want to hold on to it. We want to build our own empire instead of God's empire. We're building castles instead of kingdoms. Um, and that's the problem. We, we all just want to have our own little thing. But it's giving over. And um, I yeah. think it there, will work in any, a... any environment if we just surrender it over to God. Yeah. And, um, and there's, yeah. there's, there also has to be a relational aspect of it. I mean, because so, I, yeah, it can't you're, you're in relationship gain. with it these can't guys. Be, I just want, and mm. yeah, it, it's, it's not a religious activity. It's, sure. it's a, it's a, it's a relational activity. And, and then because you're there to disciple them, you're there to pastor over them. You're there to, to literally be, be a, um, a fellow disciple with them. And, um, it's, it's there, it, it can't just be a, Hey, we're going to do this because we want to be blessed because this is, this is gonna, we've heard this is going to make a profit. Um, God doesn't necessarily work in, in systems like that. Um, although he, there are clear, clear paths and clear principles that he's using, but it still has to be done in relationship. It still has to be done authentically. Mm-hmm. It's not, not a tactic, not a religious act act or ceremony it's it's actually a heartfelt re- relational thing that says i'm i'm at the end of my ropes and and i don't know what to do here and whether whether it's um, situationally that, that has brought them to their knees or whether they choose to go to their knees um it there's an act of discipleship that has to happen in that process so it's, it's not that's sure. that's a good point that that you bring up because it's that it's not it's actually having legal right over the heart and legal right over giving the authority that god god has given us a gift of dominion given us a gift of um to rule over rule over what the the earth that he's put us in but then we give that back to god and submit and give that back back as a gift and say this is this is my sacrifice to you this is my worship 
And if you if your if your heart and your intentions aren't pure, if it's all all about what the gain you can find from it, you never gave legal right to God. Because a contract is about what was the intentions of the parties. That's when a contract comes to um to be legal. It's was the intentions of the parties to um, get this a desired outcome. So if you approach God just to to want something from it, it's not a legal transaction. You're just holding on to it because you are holding on to the profits that are going to come from it and, and the, the gains. You're still holding on to it's still your business. But it's when your heart shifts, when your heart changes. They said it, it works different than also our, our earthly transactions. It's a, it's a heart transaction. That's where the legal transaction takes place and where the purity of the heart invites God to come in and do his thing and the transaction takes place. Hmm. Wow. But it's so awesome, guys. And I can speak about this for two more hours, but I probably need yes. to go. Yes. But Caleb, we need to connect. Eh? I'm, I'm going to invite Caleb to, to, meet, to come with us to South Africa in January, February. Oh, yeah? Cool. So I'm gonna launch that life work leadership in um, February. Maybe you guys can join. We hey, that would that would be awesome. I was just talking to Lawrence. I was just talking to Lawrence yesterday and said, um, said I I want to go spend a month in South Africa if I could if I could get my convince my family to let me and and just follow you around and and figure out and just observe <laughs> what what God is doing and then um, receive it from you and take it back here. And I can learn a lot from you as well. So I think you don't think you learn too much from me. So yeah, that's that's the best best thing about the body. It's not it's not independent. Cool, it's not codependent. It's not dependent. It's interdependent. It's it's a symbiotic relationship. Is that the scientific term? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey. Uh, Vikas, so good to meet you, and I'm so encouraged by it. I mean, literally, this is the lordship of Jesus transcends the continent, race, language. Like, to hear, we were talking here in Ohio about, like, okay, we think this would be true, but it's just as true in South Africa. It's just as true in Zimbabwe. Like, like when Jesus is declared as Lord, and we submit ourselves and our companies and our ministries to him, like, God is going, that's just who he is, he's going to move mightily so oh man i'm just so encouraged and let's i would love to stay in touch with what god's doing and see what he does next awesome praise god and he must get all the glory as long as he gets the glory amen amen well hey Lawrence, you got back here just to Thank you about guys it. i pray for you yes Lawrence. hey laurie can I, can I close it? Oh, no. He's taking off. Let me pray. Let me pray. <laughs> All right. Cool. Let's, let's pray quickly. Quick, I want to close and pray. Um, God, I want to praise you for who you are, what you're doing, and you're such an amazing God, and it's such an amazing privilege to be part of the movement, what you're doing, and it's that song, I think it's the old song of Bethel that sings that this is a move, Lord, and um, what I say in that song, they, we need a move, but we are declaring today that this is a move that you have started in the beginning. And we, we trust that you look for, for even greater stories and bigger stories that will glorify your name. And I want to pray for Ohio, Lord, for Dayton, Ohio, that you would just be glorified. I pray for open doors, strategic um, meetings where um, you would move uh, Lawrence and um, Caleb into positions and places um, and allow your glory to, be fill, to fill those rooms, Lord. I pray for 
strategic meetings that they will be invited to and it will give them the right words and knowledge or i pray for spiritual intelligence when they meet with certain individuals that you would drop spiritual intelligence in their minds i pray for word of wisdom and knowledge and i pray that the favor of god would raise so much on them that they that you will work through them so mightily that you will transform a city lord i pray for the, the the people of us sitting on the zoom today that you will give us the faith for a city i ask for a faith of a city lord we will will trust you that we will win a city for you lord mm. and it will not stop with one city it will become a movement we will win one city after another for your glory and for your kingdom lord and we just we're not going to stop until we see it happen lord amen 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 so good. So good. Before before I get off here, I'll have to edit out Avenger suits and stuff like that. But um, <laughs> but do I, do I have your guys' permission to share this video? Yes, you yeah, do. If you think it's if you think it's good enough quality, you can do so. Okay, all right. I Caleb Reed Ingram do hereby authorize the <laughs> usage of audio from this Zoom call. <laughs> you have to some good editing. That's fine. I was going to use it whether you had your permission or not. So. I mean, no, yeah, you always make make business from anything, so it's fine. <laughs> All right, we 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 have a yes, uh, Lawrence. We need to start creating a just an unspoken full disclosure agreement, not an uh, just, okay. not an undisclosure. <laughs> yeah. right. Who signed this full disclosure agreement? <laughs> All right. Oh man. God bless you guys. I'm gonna, right, I'm, gonna guys. Send, I'm gonna send you guys Love a copy of this. I'm gonna send you guys a copy of the video too. That way you guys can share awesome. it however um, cool. um use it as uh, well. And just Caleb, so you know Caleb, you might be able to use it even even in some of the worship um worship gatherings and just show a testimony of what it means that yeah. worship is yeah. not just getting around and singing, it's actually the work of the church. Yeah, they need to know that they're moving heaven yes. and that heaven Yes. Yes. So imagine sharing some of these testimonies of what God is doing in business around the world and just saying, this is, this is not a Dayton thing. This is a global thing. This is the kingdom. And this is what happens when we, we declare God, God's ownership and God's leadership and God's authority over the city. So I'm going to be telling people whether I have video or not. So I'm going to tell yeah, them. Yeah. So, all right. You do this, guys. Before you go, before okay. you go, those last two calls was for a company who owns us money. I got a prophecy just now before our meeting, and this lady, we're just all praying. We're, we're just closing the meeting, and she's like, "I have a word for you." And she didn't say me; she said, "I have a word." So I immediately grabbed my phone and turned it on to record because I'm thinking that's something to do with the corporate prayer thing that we're doing. And she starts prophesying specifically to me, and she says, "God has seen the sacrifice; He knows what you've given up." And he, he's honoring it and he's repaying you. He's, he's repaying you. And she says a bunch of other stuff. So I just get a call from one company who owes us. It says, I'm, I'm getting ready to send uh, the money and it's $1,000 more than I, I expected, than I knew. Then I get a, an email from the, the owner from the, the Pepsi uh, distributor. And I don't know if you guys can, can you read that? No, we can't. It's okay. mirror. Yeah, yeah. Cause... He says, uh, attached, find a fully executed uh, contract, and I'll have the check cut tonight for and to out to you thing on Friday. You know what? Even 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 just verbally worshiping God, God is moving in our businesses. Wow. <laughs>
If there were pews, what, um, <laughs> Lawrence would be dancing on them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm about to dance on Caleb's desk when I hear a yeah. big tumble. I'm like, we're just giving God glory. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. cool. Awesome. Love you guys. Awesome. Cool. All right. Love you guys. Yep. Bye. All right. Well, guys, you, there you have the conversation. I love listening, love listening back to it, taking notes. Um, a lot of the links I'm going to be working at putting up in, in the show notes. Um, you can find that at the episode web episode website or at the David Robertson.com slash CIB. 038 um links to declare links to um lawrence's website um for lv long and associates links to vicus's website and um and any of the podcasts podcasts or episodes or any resource that was listed in the podcast i want to make available to you as well as some outlines i know there was a, a podcast um, um, referenced with Patrice Sage of Biblical Entrepreneurship. So his podcast episode was referenced. I'll go ahead and put that up there. Um, a An event that Caleb is doing with Declare Dayton, um, the Declare Dayton worship event. So I'll go ahead and link to that. Any of the, anything that was listed, I'm going to put up with you guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I want to leave you guys with this thought and the over the overwhelming thought or the overlining underlining the foundational thought that ties all of these circumstances together is the fact that God has given us dominion to subdue the earth and God has created a um given us the authority over different areas of our life over the different areas that we have influence and authority over. And when we cast and we take that authority that God has given us and we submit it back to him and back to his kingdom, back to his glory, then what that allows and what that, what I think what um, Lawrence Vicus, Caleb and I are starting to see is that when we relinquish that authority and submit to Christ, it allows him and gives him permission and we invite him in to take it back and submit to him and just be all about his kingdom. When we do that, what we do is we invite him and give him permission to work on our behalf. When we submit and humble ourselves and come to God, it's then that he can come in and heal our land. It's then that he can come in and work on our behalf in our businesses, in our family, in our churches, in our cities. But it has to come from the person who has the authority. That person has to humble themselves. That person has to submit. That person has to cry out to God and declare whatever they have authority over and give it over to God, not just giving Jesus our life, but giving Jesus our business, giving Jesus our family, giving Jesus all of these things. There's a level of authority that we have that God has given us naturally. And what in order to 
go from natural to go beyond world class to enter into a kingdom class company in order to go beyond world class and enter into a kingdom class family, a kingdom class church, kingdom class city, whatever it is, in order for us to do that, we have to submit our earthly gift of dominion to God and invite him into work and invite him in to do what he does. And I think this is, this is one of the keys that as I was listening to this conversation, one of the reasons why because it's a condensed version of all these testimonies all in one, and there's some very clear paths, very clear pictures of what it means and what God does when we lay down our authority, we lay down the gifts that God has given us to and given them back to him. So this episode has gone way too long, but I challenge you to listen to, as you are finishing up listening to this episode, don't just turn it off and go out about your day, but I challenge you to to consider what areas that God has given you authority and dominion and access and, and power to subdue the earth around you. And ask and consider where you can give that authority back to him to go beyond world class and to go into a kingdom class business and into a kingdom class whatever you're doing. Kingdom class family, kingdom class church, kingdom class city. Anything that you do when we submit our authority and we give it over to God, it allows him to work on our behalf and work on ultimately his behalf. I think that's what Jesus meant when he said, if you seek first the kingdom of God, the rest of these things shall be given. It's because we're giving it all up for the kingdom. And then as 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 we do that, that allows God, allows the Father to bless his kids and to work in 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 on their behalf to build his kingdom so he gets the glory but also to bless his kids and and bring them into an abundant life. It truly is guys, it truly is about giving up and surrendering all areas of our life and giving God the authority to work and what that does is not a surrender that gives up freedom. It's not a surrender that gives up um, all the all the benefits and all the rights and everything that we have, but it's a surrender that gives God, who loves his kids, the freedom to work in and around your business, in and around your life. It gives Ephesians 2.10, it gives you the ability and gives God the ability to set up the good things that he has for you and allow you to work, walk them out and allow you to do the good works that he has set up in advance for you. Guys, I bless you to partner with God in this. I bless you to go profit with a purpose, give giving the business, giving your business to God, and I bless you to go beyond world class and build a kingdom class company. Guys, I bless you. And until next week, go be Christ in business. Whoa, whoa, wait a minute. Hold on. I want to make sure you heard that right. You are Christ in business. You have been adopted into the royal household of God. You are heirs to God and co-heirs with Christ. You've been raised up with Christ. You've been seated in heaven, and you are called the body of Christ, the fullness of God. This is who God says we are. And if we're God's sons or daughters in business, we don't let the world set the standard for what God's kids do in business. No, we partner with God. We profit with a purpose. And we go beyond world class to build kingdom class companies. We are Christ in business. 
And I want to encourage you to join us right now as we march the name of Christ to the top of the business mountain. Give Jesus his full reward and show the world we are his disciples. Here's a few ways you can do that. First, share this podcast with someone you know who is Christ in business. Second, subscribe and leave a review in this podcast app because that helps this podcast get found. And third, join the I Am Christ in Business Facebook group by going to thedavidrobertson.com slash group. 